Hey, party people, before we start this episode, uh, I just want to announce the winning host of episode three of World of Diz Talk. I think, I think that's right, episode three. And ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, the winner is Liz. It's Liz, ladies and gentlemen. Liz, our Disneyland expert, took home the point for uh episode three now in case you don't know what we're talking about uh this is not a popularity popularity contest at the end of every every episode we want you to go to social media and vote uh for the host that you think uh did the best at episode so maybe they gave the best tip maybe they gave the best uh story or you know uh maybe they made you cry you know Grab the tissues. Bria's out here making everybody cry now. She gets the point. Uh, so, you know, whatever it is, you know, uh, definitely go to social media after this episode and vote for the votes that you think deserves that point. Because at the very end, at the very end of the season, we tally all the points. And whoever has the most points will win the prestigious Diz Talkie Award. It's very fancy. It's very expensive. I haven't purchased it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so I think, remember, don't forget, at the end of this episode, go to social media and vote for the host that you think deserves to win this point. And without further ado, enjoy the show. Walt Disney presents... Dis Talk Season Two. And here they come now from the depths of your imagination. Bria. Hi, Dis Fam. Our Disney Princess Bippity Bria. Thanks for soaring with us. Terry. Hey everyone. He's a talented teddy bear, the most dapper fella. Keep moving forward. Liz. Hey, hey. An expert in food and magic, Chim Chim Churro. Meet me at the churro cart. Yeah! And Sage. Hey, party people. Our entertainer full of Disney dreams and jokes, Sage Starkey TV. Make magic and keep laughing. Please keep your hands and arms inside the podcast at all times. And enjoy the show. Live long and prosper, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the world of Diz Talk, where we're going to lead you through a magical realm of red shirts and tribbles. Okay, if you haven't um, shut off the podcast yet, I'm totally kidding. Um, we're jumping on the Halcyon for this one and exploring. I could kill you. I could literally <laughs> kill you. Oh, look. I think I hear my host. <laughs> my fellow just talk host. Why don't you? I told you if I introduce this episode, it's going to be dumb. <laughs> of all things. Or you offensive. Would... Yeah, of all things, you would pure yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. To, Terry, his face Terry. will never forgive you. How dare you? Oh, Starting off strong, starting off strong. Why are uh, we here again, Bria? <clears throat> you know, to jump aboard the Halcyon, not to um, kill off red shirts. Sorry, everyone. But um, yeah, we're exploring <laughs> Star Cruiser. 
cruising along. That's actually their theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. You Don't should not have suit. hosted this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Listen. that is not the thing that gets Bria the point. I'll be so mad at y'all that if you give Bria a so point for funny. that. Are it's, you kidding? It's an entire episode about Star Cruiser and I win. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, please, the dreams. <laughs> okay, how's everyone doing first off? So good and so tired. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired just trying imagine. to keep up. I know. Same. It's been it's been a whirlwind uh, since what last week. I've already lost track of time. Um, when opening happened, when uh, the the media came in to do the previews, and I know that Sage, you're probably well. Yeah, way I was going to say that. even uh, well, like the the biggest thing was the the embargo that lifted on. Uh, gosh, what was it February twenty fifth? Uh, when everything started to come out, it just became this giant whirl whirlwind of just insanity. And uh, um, I, th I think, you know, uh, for those of you that don't know, I have a very special uh, mechanic friend aboard the ship. And uh, I think things have gone really well so far, I think. Yeah, they have. I think I everybody now knows why you've been so exhausted the past couple of months. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, you know, I, I've been working with my mechanic friend for the past eight months, um, uh, developing uh, and even getting to write some of the stuff that he that he does and says, and um, uh, and it's I'm just it, it's a it's a weird vulnerable experience because um, we had to keep everything secret for so long, so that media cruise was really hard for me because it felt like I was. Um, sharing a weird piece that like I didn't want anybody I still wasn't ready for anybody to find out quite yet you right. know what I mean um so but uh you know because I'm telling you what that no disrespect to content creators because the four of us are all content creators right but uh but it it's just it's just cameras and cameras and cameras in your face and you know no eye contact cameras in your face and um uh, which is the opposite of what Star Cruiser is about. So it was really hard, but it was, but 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 it it was, but I from what I gathered, everybody still on that media cruise and even the maiden voyage, they had a really really great time, and I'm excited to. And even listen, I don't talk about them them often because I struggle with their practices. But an article came out today, WDW News today, who came in hating the project from the beginning and said uh said oh god i'm gonna i'm gonna find w exactly what they said word for word <laughs> because i was like wait a minute he said what uh, what the star cruiser means for the future of themed entertainment it means we can't go back we can't accept less than this ever again this is the level that everything has to be after it has changed the industry for the better and set a new bar for immersion storytelling and the future of themed entertainment. And when I read that from WDW news today, who was not You're like, I win. I was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> uh, so. That is big. That was major. Cause it, they, we were, I know we were like, we weren't sure what their intentions were going in. It was very, hopefully neutral ground but also like you knew that they were kind of leaning where they were leaning towards so that's oh, really yeah. mm -hmm. uh just it, it's it's really interesting to see 
uh, how Star Cruiser is taking people who, like, I wouldn't say that they're fully, like, the people that you're experiencing or getting now are, like, um, the naysayers. They're, they're really excited to be a part of this. But it is, like, there are those negative feelings going in. And so you have to uh, be on your best every single night to be, like, we're going to prove to you every single night why we deserve to be here and why we deserve to be part of the Walt Disney World this entertainment um and it's like it's so for me when the the start of like the media stuff I was so nervous like <laughs> I knew I knew that the whole team like I knew that um uh, Sage and his mechanic friend and all his friends aboard the ship were were going to rock it and they were going to like hit it out of the park but from like a reporter standpoint I'm like please help everyone else feel that way. Like praying, like, it's like, cause I have to, I have to report on it afterwards. And it's like, I, I just want good. <laughs> like I just, I just want to produce good and like feedback. And I knew in my heart, that that's what I would want to write, but you know, you have to go with your team and, and you're just like, I'm, I'm going to try to make this as positive as possible. But fortunately I didn't have to try very hard because my team, yeah, was very, they had a great time. And um, they they were really they were really sweet. Uh, love Sage and uh, Sage's friends, and um, they they would message me, <laughs> Sage's friend, and be like, "How's he doing? <laughs> Is he doing okay? <laughs> he has to be tired. Is he just like?" Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely one of the craziest and hardest things I've ever done, but it's it's super fulfilling, and that goes into what immersive theater actually is, which um, I'm gonna leave that for the very last thing we talk about because it, it is the most important thing um, about what we're doing. Um, but uh, you know, and well, in I, a second, you know, basically what this episode is going to be. We're kind of just going to open the, the floor to questions and, and I will answer everything that I'm physically allowed to answer. Um, uh, and anything that, that I'm not allowed to answer, uh, you can, I'll see you in your dreams. Um, I, mean, I guess only, only the ancients know. Right? Only the ancients know. <laughs> we'll absorb it. Exactly. Exactly. What is it? Osmosis or something. Um, but uh, but yeah, in a, in a second we'll just start spitting off questions. And I know, and Bria wrote a whole thesis about it. Uh, I lived it, and uh, we're, we're gonna do our best. Um, but um, I'm curious. You know, we'll start with Bria. Uh, from an outsider's perspective, to you, what is the Star Cruiser? So for me, it's like let's take a recipe. Um, you've got a little bit of the Disney Cruise Line. You throw in some interactive art exhibits. You've got live action role playing going on, an escape room like aspect, and, and and you mix it all together and you season it with Star Wars and blue shrimp, and you've got <laughs> Star Cruiser. <laughs> yeah. You forgot the blue milk though. I mean, yes, blue milk, blue. <laughs> Basically, everything is blue, which well, is totally a lie. <laughs> Well, well, no, well, that is, well, that's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool thing about the, the Halcyon is that they have the blue and green milk on tap anytime you want it. So in case you have, you know, in case you're like, hmm, I have a hankering for some, <laughs> for some Bantha excretion. Uh, I'm going to come over Thank to this tap. Yeah, you're welcome. You say it like that. Well, like, oh, how many people 
people were so excited to see blue and green milk. I just have to know how many people were like, yes, blue and green milk on tap. <laughs> because I can only drink maybe a sip or two of that. And then I'm like, that was good. I'm done. Um, I saw someone put, um, and this was uh, uh, just on social media. I saw someone in the morning, on the, the morning they were traveling to their excursion on Batu. they had their coffee and they put the blue milk a little, just like, a, a, like as a their creamer. creamer. Like as a creamer inside their mm -hmm. coffee. It was like, how interesting. <sighs> interesting. That was one a word choice. I, ooh, I'm intrigued, but like, I don't ever want to find out. <laughs> no. 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 I feel no. like even just like the consistency, like what That's would it like become really in a hot out. drink? Yeah. yeah um, it all separates. Oh, it's like <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I don't, mm. It makes me uncomfy. Yeah. I, I will say I had never tried blue and green milk until uh, I started working on the Halcyon and it was, um, and uh, I, I think I, I shared the uh, you know this the same assessment with everybody that i much prefer the blue milk over the green milk yeah for sure yes. the green milk's like we've talked about this before isn't the green milk the one it's been a minute it's the one that tastes like perfume and yes yeah. yeah and the blue one's more like cereal i feel like it's like skittles yeah it's very it's very yeah, it's very skittles, rich cereal it, it's very sugary yes yeah, yeah. and if so you're living sweet. and if you're and if you're in the in the star wars universe the blue milk is is the excretion of a ba of of bantha. You keep saying that word. And and <laughs> the green milk is the excretion of a siren. And the sirens aren't like you know like it's they're not like Little Mermaid mermaids. You know what I mean? It's not like some cute redhead singing to you. It's it's like a weird <laughs> siren. Wait, yeah. how does that work, Sage? How does the excretion of siren work? You, 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 the, uh, where do you the, apply for that? Yeah. Their, where, <laughs> where are you? Where are you getting the milk from? No, really? Nobody has seen that on DisneyAuditions.com. The forty-hour siren excreter. No. <laughs> I don't. Ooh. I will not be applying. My filters <laughs> must have blocked that one out. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Disney said I wasn't old enough to apply. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Um, <laughs> oh man! That was a good way to start the episode. That was that was, it was almost as good as Star Trek. <laughs> so, I, um, I will say I wanted to make a comment about something you said earlier, Sage. Um, when you were talking about like all the phones and cameras and everything, uh, I've seen several creators uh, on TikTok or not on TikTok on Twitter talking about how. Um, when they got there, they wanted the content and they wanted to film, but they didn't want to because they felt like it really was taking away from their experience. And so they right. want to be able to go back and not film and not make any content, but just like fully enjoy the experience. And I feel like that's really big yeah. to be able to say like, yeah, I especially for like people who make content for a living. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, oh, and, I'm gonna pay all this money, and I'm not gonna make any content from it. And and and, and again, that is that is that is. Um, uh, again, this is a huge conversation about immersive theater, and and specifically spending two days with these with with, with 
you know, you're spending two days with the same group of people. You're sending, you're spending two days with these characters and the whole point is you're supposed to make connections and you're supposed to form bonds and you're supposed to, um, figure out where, whether you're playing a character or not, you know, what those allegiances are and what they actually mean, you know, uh, and, and it's hard to do that when you're looking through a camera, you know, uh, yeah. the, the, tr the truth will always lie behind the eyes. And, and if you, if you, if you're not with me, really with me and I, and I'm doing, and I'm making, I'm, I'm pointing at my eyes. Um, if you're not really with me, then how will I ever, how will anybody ever know what you're really thinking? You know what I mean? And it, and it goes back into the idea of how Star Cruiser's main objective is to drop people in their own Star Wars film. And so it's like, if you're, if your whole purpose in being there, if the whole reason that you're there is so you can experience being a part of your own lore, your own film, then you want to be fully immersed in it. And what better way to pull you out of that immersion than be a part of social media, be recording, be doing all those things. Like that is going to be the main way that you're going to be pulled out of that world yep. um, is to reconnect with the outside. And that's why uh, Star Cruiser is so specific about like, you guys can go outside, but we got to warn you, like that's going to pull you out of, out of the realm that we've created. Like this whole experience is meant to be lived out in the Halcyon. And then you can exit out into Batu on day two and then come back into the Halcyon and continue living the story. Like that's why they're so protective of that. And so like to continue to put yourself into Twitter or TikTok or Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, is just asking to be pulled out of that realm over and over and over again. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So at this point, um, uh, before, cause again, I, I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna talk about the connections and the immersive and all those kind of things at the very end of it, because I, I it's going to get weird and deep. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, I know, I know, I know we'll have uh, questions as we go, but, uh, let's, uh, let's start with Terry and then we'll just wrap around our circle. I'm, I'm motioning, but like everything is backwards because <laughs> yeah. of the stinking, recording mirroring so <laughs> haven't you no. learned from me don't yeah try but point I, here i can't point there i'm <gasps> pointing at Terry. i did it it's weird because i'm pointing at my other wall but I, there we go i was <laughs> okay. gonna look at you but i couldn't figure out which way to turn <laughs> okay, just, look, just look straight ahead terry yep. just keep going forward here we go keep moving forward we gotta keep <laughs> moving forward oh. into the camera um like my questions are not like deep. They're they're very much like, what's your favorite food from no, the Star it. Cruiser? That's um, great. But I mean, that it's a genuine question. Like, what what is your favorite food from Star Cruiser? Because um, I know everything is like insane. Yeah. So, um, and I know Bria can attest to some of these things as well uh, from her um, findings. So uh, I will say that what was awesome is that uh, we did get a chance to try some of the food. Um, and and i can't <laughs> i can't remember the name that's but somebody, <laughs> no but no no but no but here's here's that here, so Hold on, is, what is it describe it to me it's the it's it's the um they're very oh bow bun-esque oh yeah okay yeah okay so is that here, on the captain's is no it's it, it's on table? it's on dinner dinner one 
the, the, the first night. Okay. Did it during the first night. Um, here's the thing about the food, which I think is really cool, is that you physically can't go in with any preconceived notions, right? Like, because they're not calling things what they would in real world. They're not saying, this is tuna tartare and and filet mignon and salmon olive blah blah they're they're literally saying this is this is uh you know um bantha i said bantha a lot because i don't know other this, this is you know uh <laughs> i love bantha milk. right th this is this is you know the, 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 the tartare yes and... all of that exactly oh there and there's the, the lunch uh they had these really cool like they call them like tauntaun something but it was like i i don't know but the, the, the thing about the food is that because they're calling them different things you you can't you you'll never be able to like go uh like in, in your mind like terry let's say terry hates salmon uh do you hate terry do you hate salmon terry no but i love okay does anybody hate salmon does anybody no. hate salmon <laughs> I all right, I, all right, so all right. Sa Sage hates salmon. Uh, um, you hate salmon? Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't do fish well. Um, what about oh. salmon excretion? Uh, yeah, that I can go for. <laughs> Super no. into that. Um, it's like pink milk. No. <laughs> uh, but 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 Sage, for example, hates salmon. But because they say, "Hey, this is the something something from Alderaan," I I don't have any preconceived notions of it. So I try it, and I'm like, "Huh." That's that's actually really good, Be, uh, because in my mind, had I known it was salmon, I probably wouldn't have eaten it at all. But is it weird that I feel like I would be the opposite? What do you mean? Like I wouldn't know what it is, and I'd be like really weirded out to try it. I'd be like, oh I no, yes, I don't but, know what I'm eating. But but that's the thing. That's that's again, that's you living in that world and you going, yeah, I, I don't know, true. I don't know what this is. I'm scared, but, I, but I'm gonna try it and know that it might be you know you're not going to get chicken tenders and f french fries on this trip oh then i'm out okay <laughs> <laughs> throw in the towel episode yeah, over okay going. okay oh. so that's so the bao buns you're talking about are the um the bint it's from the bento experience i think right yeah that that's that's Those what you get buns. on like the uh on the first night experience and you can also get cheeseburger pods oh that's what was exciting. your follow-up follow-up question, Terry? Um, I was just gonna say, like, I know there have probably been kids that have gone on the cruise as well. I was gonna ask that. How like are there there's no like specialized like children's offerings or like do they do they have like backup stuff for for that instance, or is it just like this is your food? Like uh Bria. So they do have a kids menu um that's offered and um the the kids menu options are actually really interesting because they're also kind of adventurous um which is i mean you know you're still a part of that realm but i think the like the most normal things that you can find on the kids menu are like the cheese pizza like i think there's a cheese pizza on there sure and um <clears throat> which if your kid wants to just eat cheese pizza the entire trip, I guess they can do that. It's like, it works like a cruise. Like all your stuff is like prepaid. Um, so if you want multiple cheese pizzas, you can have multiple cheese pizzas. In fact, if you're a, a pickier eater as an adult, you can order from the kid's menu too. Yeah. Um, mm. and, 
so um if you're like kind of nervous about the food that's on the ship you can you can order from there too but um, parents yeah. that are taking their kids to the star cruiser are they probably love their kids more than anyone because <laughs> well we'll see that we'll see that that's another thing to talk about is 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 kids uh, on the star cruiser is that is that kids as a whole like yes kids um can definitely have fun on the star cruiser but like there are definitely age limits for people like um well kids can have fun at chuck e cheese too you're, you're well, not wrong. Well, Chuck E. Cheese is a little bit like more aimed. <laughs> well, 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 Liz, I have different. I think I have fun at Chuck That's E. That's what Cheese, I'm saying. So. I'd rather pay to take my kids to Chuck E. Cheese than <laughs> pay to, to take, take them, them to the Star Cruiser. Well, well no, it I is. It is interesting, and Sage and I had talked about this too because this really isn't like a fantastic experience uh, for kiddos under what seven? Seven. seven. I because can see be that. Because uh, you know, children under seven first of all typically don't have their own cell phones aka you know data pads uh they also can't do they can't really participate in lightsaber training which is a big which is you know a big part of that um of of you know the is that because uh, they're too little or like they're not allowed it, i also think it's like isn't, it's that, the same, isn't that the same question <laughs> I guess that's true. Wait. I was like, it's kind of a strenuous activity too. Like, it's not gonna like you're not gonna be like out of breath or anything. But it's it's a lot of like they weigh the same as the lightsaber. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> they just grab it and like tip over. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm sure that they want to like protect those sabers as much as possible. I'm guessing they cost a pretty penny. Yep. Okay, as I was about to say. Uh, and also with kiddos, like, if your kiddo goes to sleep at a certain time, like, if they've got, like, if they got go bed, or they get cranky, or they got to take naps, or something like that, and you could potentially, like, put your kid to bed, and, like, no one's going to watch them. Uh, so, like, that pulls you away from all the activities, because your kid's taking a nap in the afternoon, or has to go to sleep at night and like have like uh, some big things happen at night. Like, uh, uh, like some of the biggest things happen at night. We're, we're talking about like maybe 10 o'clock at night. You know what I mean? So and like if your kids are asleep, then you miss that. Like, and they miss that. So, and again, there are still great things that, uh, that, that are, that are there for kids. Like, especially um, uh, they have this really cool thing called the Lothcat Club or something like that where uh, children under seven, they can participate in some fun activities. Uh, there's uh, droid racing where if you build a droid on Batuu, you can do like this fun droid racing uh, on the ship. Like There's definitely things for kids under seven if you choose to, but they are still, uh, but you know, but they, they may or may not, they're not going to fully understand it if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Liz, do you have any questions? Yeah, I just crossed that one off my list because I had that one on my okay. <laughs> list. She's like um, scribbling it out. <laughs> uh, how about how many people are on like one voyage? Like, do you would you interact with everybody on your cruise, or would you have like you may not? What's so phrase? so Some elbows with. I I believe I, I believe the 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 maximum capacity. Uh, I believe I think there's a hundred and one, uh, but I know there, there's now a hundred and one rooms, 
it's like the be, Dalmatians. Beca- <laughs> because uh, the the Halcyon, uh, the the uh, founder of Shangri-La Starlines, Shug Drabor, now has a very very small room that if you're um, that uh, and I will show you all a picture and uh, look. You guys can look it up. But Shug Drabor, he's a very very small species, and there's now a uh, a door that he has permanent residence in. So now there's 101 rooms, but yes, there's about a hundred rooms. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe people, the people on board is max about 350 people uh, 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 over the course of one cruise um, and about, you know, interacting with everybody. Uh, that's, I don't think that's up to, the entertainers or the crew that's up that's up to you it depends you know it depends on who you want to interact with if you want to interact with anybody if you don't want to interact with anybody um that's okay too again we just had a conversation about our friend david vaughn who who went on the who went on the maiden voyage and uh didn't really interact with anybody unless they interacted with them and uh so i mean i think he definitely uh, probably missed out on everything he could have seen, but uh, um, you know, if if you know you are want to be a part of the resistance, you will find your resistance people and you will interact with them. Um, but the people who are probably have aligned themselves with the first order, they they may not interact with anybody from the resistance because they've aligned them so heavily with. Uh, they've aligned themselves so heavily with the first order. So you, you know, um, you just, it, it's really up to you on who you choose to interact with. So like every time you go, you will have a different experience. As yeah. I mean, if you make the same choice every time, then yeah, you might have, you might have, uh, the same experience, you know, if you, if you're only talking to this one person, uh, or the, this one character, but yeah, that's, that's the cool thing truly about this is that, um, you know, it depends on who you talk to. Let, let's say that you're talking to, um, Gaia, who is a, who is, um, a galactic superstar you talk to gaia but then you're also talking to the ship's mechanic but you're also talking to lieutenant croy but you're maybe talking to lieutenant croy just you know a little bit more but uh you know so you, you may be pulled to do kind of everything so it, it really it, it truly or maybe then you have or maybe the next time you go you have one extra conversation with gaia you maybe pulled to do something else so there is a there is a unfathomable amount of ways your stay can go it's the ultimate choose your own adventure it really is a, th- a thousand percent and, th- and that's how it was designed and obviously Which is I can't, awesome i can't talk about any of the behind the workings of all that because that uh it's just it's banana town and it's it's and it's and it's uh the the people you know the creators of it spent you know it's been in the works since galaxy's edge something really cool is that if you look if you go to uh oga's cantina and and uh right by the exit or the entrance the exit there's a sign in abresh that says 
Captain Riola Keevan seeking mechanic for new for 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 the ship or something like that. There's there's a job hiring for a new mechanic. They've been working on this for a long time. One of one of Gaia's uh, Gaia's song uh, songs called Ulashuka, which is sung completely in Hatties, uh, is one of the songs that you can actually hear on like a, a radio station playing in uh, in um, Galaxy's Edge. Um, there there this has been. Galaxy's Edge and and Star Cruiser have been kind of on the same track for a long time. Unfortunately, COVID happened and that put a lot of things on hold for the Star Cruiser. Um, but uh, there are so many Easter eggs throughout all of this. So yeah, I love world building. It's so fun. Oh yeah. But since we're in Batu right now, I do have a question. Um, so when you are part of the Halcyon and you um just you you go into the two and you ride smugglers run um are you supposed to be recognized as a, a Halcyon member um when you're in the ride or boarding getting ready for the ride uh um I can say this because it happened to me yes Okay. So smugglers runs a smugglers run. Uh, I was um, uh, I there were some uh, uh, also guests and you can see on their vlogs as well. Because um, when you're on Batu and you're part of the Halcyon, you get a really cool pin that says you you know you're on the Halcyon. Um, so people on World um, on on Batu will kind of talk to you a different way. They'll treat you a different way. Not 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 that they're treating anyone better, but I'm saying they'll like they they'll, bully they'll... everyone else. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. no. Are you no. part of the Halcyon? <laughs> Don't even. No. But but they'll definitely say things like things that only you would understand. Um, uh, so um, uh, you know when you first you know when you're about to get on Smuggler's Run, Hondo Anaka. Uh, who also, you know, plays a role as a part, you know, in the, in, um, on the Halcyon, uh, you know, says, ah, you know, hello, my friends, you must, ah, the, the uh, you must be from the Star Cruise or from the Halcyon, or the, he says something like that to them before they get on Smugglers Run. Uh, uh, Rise of the Resistance, uh, um, is, I believe, is, is exactly the same. The only thing that's different is that, is it's the cast members, which is what the cast members, which is so cool. They bring so much to life is that, you know, when you get kidnapped from the first order, the first order sees, and I, and, and I've, 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 you've, you know, I've, again, I've seen these in all the vlogs, the first order sees that you were, that you're wearing a Halcyon pin and they go, Oh, I heard Lieutenant Croy's on your ship right now. Well, good luck. He's the worst. Or they'll, they'll like say weird things and they'll, yeah. you know, so it's the cast members on on the on Rise of the Resistance that really, you know, kind of concede that story uh, on on both of those rides. But um, if that if that answers your question, Terry, you got to ride that for the first time the other I day. Yeah, I forgot. I did, um, and it was a, like a spiritual experience, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> that ride is ludicrous. Um, I. I'm like sad because I really wanted to do it again, but I only had like a very limited amount of time. Yeah, that line parks. is insane. It was, but um, I felt crazy because 
when I got on the ride, it was like, they were like, how many in your party? And I was like, oh, it's just me, like the one. And like all of the cast members who were like sorting you into your groups, they looked around and they were like, you can go join that family over there. <laughs> like, they were like, we don't know what to do with you. <laughs> like, just go, why are you here by yourself? Like, what? And so I, I got put with like this very nice family. It was a family of five. So like three in the front row, two in the back. And I'm like sitting in the corner in the back row. And I'm like very vocally losing my mind. I'm like screaming and reacting and like <laughs> really living in the story. And the family that I was with was just like, this is nice. Like, oh yay. I was like, what? How are you like, how are you having this reaction? That's just like, that was fun. And I'm over here like losing my actual mind. Like I felt crazy. Um, but it was an incredible experience, and I cannot wait to get back on the ride. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert, one of my favorite parts is where they, spoiler alert, hold on, make sure everybody fast forwards like 30 seconds, uh, is when they cut open the wall uh, and like right before you let onto the ride. Again, so just immersive. It's so, so cool. neat. The worst, though, is when people like spoil it. Mm. Which is like, why I said spoiler alert. You're welcome. Well, no, 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 not you, but like when you're in there. And people are like, it's going to be right there. Oh. Like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> that's Nobody what, cares. That's what people in Orlando do about, uh, that, that's that's what they do um, uh, uh, with uh, the Haunted Mansion while they're like, it's that door. That door is going to open. Oh, they so, do it in Disneyland too. Yeah. Got to show And then off. they quote the entire pre-show. <laughs> and then I punch like, them for, right in yeah. the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I go for yep. the throat. <laughs> right in the ovary just so, yeah. <laughs> oh, what? no i will say and then one other thing that like i was so excited to be on rise of the resistance i looked at the people that are obviously like doing right operation like right before you get going and i looked at this cast member and i went ignite the spark and she just looked at me and i was like you're part of the resistance how dare you not call but how dare i was upset <laughs> <laughs> i was so mad and then we pulled oh, off no. into like the first show scene and then immediately that anger was gone because i was like oh i'm invested now i am in it like, i'm in <laughs> this doing it. yeah that's hilarious. it was yeah. a great time it was a really really good time it's so good that's who awesome. whose turn are we on for questions who knows man <laughs> i don't i don't know it was it, it'd be it, it would be you terry oh okay cool so um speaking of rides what happens if because like when you board star cruiser you're practically guaranteed like lightning lane for smugglers run and mm -hmm. um rise of the resistance it is what, included yep right so what happens if like you go out on your excursion to batu and like you get out to smugglers run and it's like oh i'm so sorry like Smuggler's run is down right now. Like what? What happens then? Uh, so, yep. Bria. The the fortunate thing about um, your day two excursion is that you've got you've got a lot of time. First off, like you're there in the morning. Like I think it's eight eight thirty that you can start going into Batu, and they keep that port open until like four four thirty. Um, so here's the thing, the sad, sad truth is like Rise of Resistance is a fantastic ride, but it is notorious for going down. Like it, it, there's a lot 
of <laughs> there's a lot of gizmos that are making that thing run so mm -hmm. um no, not not the gremlins just like cogs and no the gremlins <laughs> they're, they're making it run and they get tired and so sometimes we have to give them a nap um so what um what star cruiser is really good at is like making sure like i mean these uh, people are, are paying for a full experience. So like, not only will things like, you know, uh, Rise of the Resistance or, or Smuggler's Run have like, um, the potential of uh, going down, but like, if there's any technological issues that are going on on the ship itself, um, Star Cruiser can like, um, mess with your itinerary, basically, and move things back and will try their hardest and will most likely get you in to that experience make sure that you do get your full um star wars galactic star cruiser experience they don't have a lot of hands-on um like control over what goes on in batu with like the rides over there um and, and this is like off off the books but what i'm hearing is like if a ride just isn't coming up like if it's just not coming back online that there is the potential that Disney might like give you a another a ticket for the next day and like a redeemed lightning lane pass um, so that you can try it when you leave the Halcyon. So that's, that's just, um, I think it's happened to for, a, I don't think it's happened like to a couple of people. So that's like kind of like, almost off the record like it's not yeah, something it's like a like case by guaranteed. case it's not the standard exactly but like what disney is going to try to do like first and foremost is like make sure that you're happy with this experience and so um if that means like this ride has been down all day long and, and this is what's going to really upset you they're going to try to find a way to get you on that ride because the lightning lane is part of your ticket price for it so if that means coming into the park the next day just to ride it then they'll try to find a way to get you on it so. yeah and also another spoiler alert skip forward 30 seconds um <laughs> ready you're, you're there great yeah. um uh you know both rides are actually which is what's great about the experience is that they're both um their the rides and their stories have to do with what's happening on the halcyon you know, uh, you're on Smuggler's Run, you're stealing coaxium. That coaxium is later found on the Halcyon. You know, uh, you know, this you're blowing up a star destroyer. They talk about uh, on Rise of the Resistance, they talk about that on the Halcyon. You know, these are all things that have happened. Oh, so say you go with a group of people, um, and you all don't want to do the exact same thing. Does your group have to stay together or will you maybe get separated and maybe one of you is force sensitive or something? We'll go a different path. Like, how does that work? It's exactly that. Um, it, it all depends on what you as an individual decide to do. As long as you have um, your band and a data pad and you're making your own choices, uh, I've seen, uh, you know, a you know, uh, even even kids, you know, there, there, there was a mother uh, who was a Jedi uh, or, sorry, who was sorry, was Jedi, so who, who was resistance driven and uh, their eight year old son who was first order and uh, her other son who was 
more resistance driven and you know and you can even find that video on youtube about uh his i think his name was like arden or something like that who is so tor- he was like so excited about the first order hanging out with lieutenant croy and then their other son who was hanging out with uh, a mechanic you know it was uh as long as you have your own date uh your, your own data pad and your own band the decisions are yours uh, but you just have to know that you may be, you know, you'll, but I will say the, the, the things that you will always come together to do, um, you will always have, uh, uh, if in your party, you will always be together for dinner, uh, you sh- and you'll always be together for your, um, initial, I believe your, your initial, um, bridge training and your initial, uh, lightsaber training. Those are the three things that you will always do together because that was, those were planned, uh, those were booked a long time ago from the, from the beginning. Um, uh, but your secret missions and your, you know, meetups with other characters, it all depends on the decisions you make as an individual it has nothing to do with the group. What about going to Batu? That's, uh, you still can go to Batu whenever you want as a, like, as a, uh-huh. as a, as a group or by yourself. Um, but again, while you're on Batu, the missions that you're doing on Batu oh, will probably, different. yeah, completely different depending on the choices that you make, uh, that, that you've made on the Halcyon. Um, interesting. That, yeah. It's well, almost sad that it's like just a, like a, a full two day excursion because it's like you almost want to save your game data and go back to it. Like, <laughs> I, I've I've made all this progress. I want to go back and revisit the realm that I just. Well, and that's here. but but that's exactly what you can do, Bria, is um, because um, it's on the Disney Play app. So basically, all the missions and all the things you collect while you're on Batu and all the things you collect right while you're on the Halcyon, all the the tuning, like if you're familiar with the Disney Play app, um, when you're on Galaxy's Edge, uh, on the data pad, all the, you know, data frequencies that you scan, all the, um, uh, it's like like you can change the way your character looks, you can change the different badges, uh, um, like on your data pad, you will have that forever. So Yay! and you can, you know, so it's like a it's like a fun free souvenir that you get after all this ends. Free. It's like NFTs. Free. <laughs> yeah. quote, quote, un, quote unquote free. Well, right. let's talk. Let's uh, talk about that. Do you think it's worth the price? Okay. Uh, here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do. You want to first? No, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm, out of paper. Okay. <laughs> so, so here's what I say. The first thing I'll say is that. I will never ever tell you if it's worth the money or not because it's all subjective truly i mean if if you have the money then you have the money if you're if you if you don't have the money i'm never going to tell you to say ah you can spend it you know because that 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 would be irresponsible and uh uh, you know is ridiculous but here's what i will say and i i'm going to quote a couple people who are just brilliant human beings. Um, a buddy of mine, Jason Blackwater, he says, uh, here, here are just some maths uh, apropos, uh, apropos of nothing. A Hamilton ticket is roughly $205. Hamilton is 165 minutes long. So basically, Hamilton costs $1.24 per minute. Now that excludes... That now that that <laughs> listen that excludes uh, processing fees, drinks, 
food, tips for the wait staff, parking, but it just purely it just includes the entertainment and, and the seat that, that you sit in. Uh, what it does pay for is it pays for the actors, the ushers, the bar staff, the techs, and the set, and the building, and the maintenance, and the equipment, and musicians, and producers, and advertising, and so on. Now, the approximate entertainment on Star Cruiser is 46 hours. 46 hours is 2,760 minutes. So 2,760 minutes times what Hamilton costs per minute, which is a dollar and 24 cents, is roughly $3,422. That's roughly the entertainment alone. And again, that does not include the drinks, the food, the parking, the wait staff, it, you know, so it, uh, the, your room, any of that. So I'm just saying that out loud. The other thing I'm going to say is this is I had a friend ask me recently um, if they thought it was worth it. And and for funsies, I did the math uh, just as from uh, just, you know, um, the difference between a Disney World vacation and a Star Cruiser vacation. First of all, I want to say, obviously, if you're gonna, a Disney World vacation is different because you're you know you're you're not doing this whole live action role playing you're and so anyway um let's figure this out right let's say you're with a family of four you get a two night stay at a high-end resort let let's say it's the grand floridian right now at the grand floridian it's about 513 dollars a night because right now i just looked it up it's 513 dollars a night right now and so, that's a cheap room right that that floridian. is that is a standard room yeah so that alone is uh for two nights that's a thousand two hundred uh, sorry it's a thousand and twenty six bucks now at, at star cruiser you get free valley parking and that usually costs about thirty three dollars a night so that's two nights now you're at sixty six bucks a night now all the food and non-alcoholic beverages are included now according to google a family of four costs about 250 bucks a day on food and that's guess and that's only guessing if you went to one quick service place, one table service place, and a couple of snacks throughout the day. So that is five hundred bucks, right? Uh, and now, uh, and you, on on top of that, with Star Cruiser, you get a ticket to Hollywood Studios, Galaxy's Edge, and that's a family of four. Uh, right now, tickets, uh, standard tickets are one hundred nine dollars right now. So, a family of four, that's four hundred thirty six dollars. You get free lightning lane passes to Rise the Resistance and Smugglers Run. Rise is about twenty bucks and uh, on light on Lightning Lane, and Smugglers is sixteen on Lightning Lane. Again, family of four. That's eighty for Rise, sixty four for Smugglers. That's one hundred forty four dollars altogether. Uh, now there. Now this is this is the math that this other person did. There is entertainment on board both days between. Uh, between uh, 1.30 and 10, nonstop. So it's basically paying to see Hoop Did You Review three times each day. Tickets for that were $72 a person. Family of four, that's $288. But you're seeing it three times a day, both days. So that's six times. That's $1,728. Do the math. Altogether, that's $3,900. And so I'll add a hundred bucks that it's the first time this kind of experience ever has ever happened. So again, I'm just putting the math out there that like, yes, it, it, if you have the money, I do think it is worth it because you're getting this 
crazy experience, the entertainment, the food, all of these things, you do the math, and yeah, it does add up. But if you don't have the money, of course it's not worth it because you don't – if you can't pay your bills, don't <laughs> – <laughs> don't go to the star cruiser <laughs> so you know it it is subjective but if you ha but if that math means anything and i'm not i've had a lot of people be oh just another cast member shilling for the company i'm like no i'm no one's shilling for the company i'm i'm literally just stating facts and let, let putting it out there and saying if you have it great here is the math that that justifies the means if you don't have it you don't have it here, I'm not shilling for the company at all, so I'll say <laughs> I'll say what I want to say. But um, so it, it like it goes into also a lot of these people. Um, when you go into Star Cruiser, it is going to be the easiest Disney trip of your life, is what I'm hearing. It is like everything is basically planned out for you. Like you've got your itinerary all set up. You've got your food all lined up. You just have to sit there and pick it. Um, you've got your fast pass. You're not your fast passes. Woo, where am I? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> 2018. <laughs> you've got your lightning lanes all set up. You don't have to worry about paying extra for those because it's all included. You've got your entertainment right there. And there's always going to be someone in like assisting you if you need help. Like if you have questions about you don't go into Star Cruiser and they go, LOL, bye. Like enjoy your time here. <laughs> figure it out. Like there's always there's even going to be people that are leading you into your room. Like, like here, let's show you where you are. Let's make sure that you know where you are <clears throat> that you're going to be comfortable in this situation. So it's like, it's going to be, and it's not, you're not also crowded all the time. Like the limited space in there and the limited rooms also mean that you're not in the shoulder to shoulder crowds with those at the Disney parks, which they're experiencing right now. It, like, like it's almost worth it for that alone <laughs> to not like to have a Disney experience again and not feel like you're drowning in people. Yep. is almost worth it alone yep. um and to have like and for people who are like big into the storytelling scene and we have talked about that relentlessly on this show we are storytellers here we love story this is it this is a story and you get to be a part of it you get to be a part of the imagineering here and so i say that with no intention at this point of time to invest my money in this <laughs> time <laughs> Because I, because it goes back to what Sage is saying. It's like, you know, it's like right now when I go to Disney, I do like little weekend trips. Like, and so I'm not shelling out like a big trip that's going to be $3,000 worth. And it's just me and my husband too. So like, would I like to go there down the road? Absolutely. But it is, it is a big investment. And like, um, you know, it, it's just... It depends on how you want to play. And if you do have younger kiddos with you, they're going to like Magic Kingdom better. Like, they're going to like the other, you know, the the ones that have, like, the really colorful characters probably better, like, that they're familiar with and stuff. But they're also going to like aspects of Star Cruiser, absolutely. But it's, like, you know, it, it just depends on who you're with and your circumstances. And, you're, and I think Sage has already kind of, like, drilled that in. But it's... 
basically what I'm going to say is that people need to stop being mad about it. <laughs> well, but, but, but you also look like look at people like, uh, again, I brought him up earlier because uh, he's the, the most recent in my mind, but David Vaughn. David Vaughn, I think, only spent $1,600 on the Star Cruiser experience. Yeah, because I need to would, talk to him he, about that. Well, no, because he because <laughs> – because you can see you know, in a standard room, uh, I believe you can see uh, there's you can have up to five people in your room. You bring f you, so you bring four you and three of your other friends. You split it amongst yourself, and you have the stinking you know because you're you're not going to be in your room. The only time you're going to be in your room is to sleep, mm -hmm. hands down. So and to change. So you know you uh, you know split it with your friends and you have the freaking you stay up until 1 30 in the sublight lounge and have the time of your life you know your your, your little it's the time of your star wars life i mean uh so you know uh <laughs> you know it's just it, i it really is subjective but 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 for, but 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 if you look at the math it does make sense i don't think people i mean from what i've been reading it seems like people um who have paid for it and and gone are like oh yeah it's it lives up to the price and it's sold out right now till like July or something. I think, think they just, I think they just opened more reservations. Oh, did it. they? They mm -hmm. just opened until the end of October. To like, today. I better go book. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, let's get together. We're going to book. If we all, we all pitch in. Well, if, if, if we, five of us, let's put all the money that we earn from the podcast <laughs> into a pool. If you would then... like to we can go in 500 years. Wait, you guys aren't getting paid? <laughs> I swear if you're getting paid. <laughs> Before I get into uh, the, the the immersive of it all, do we have any actual questions? <laughs> any real questions? I actually... No, no, I no. Have... I don't say actual questions. I mean, because Terry looked like he was about to ask something and then I interrupted. Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I actually was going to ask about the immersive, like, interactive stuff because I know, like, it's a big theatrical device, like, and it happens everywhere else outside of Walt Disney World. But, like, I want to know what like how people have been responding to this kind of interactive experience because it feels more like i don't it's more high profile like it's the first time that people are really like hearing about this like really intense immersive experience like um i knew about sleep no more this interactive like retelling of macbeth um that happened in new york the only reason i found out is because one of my professors in college went to sleep no more and was like this is the coolest thing i have ever done but like mm. i like at the time i was in georgia i would have never known about sleep no more um but disney is pushing this like incredibly large interactive theatrical experience to the public so like it's very visible um so i literally was just going to ask about like the interactivity and like what i know you can't talk a lot about the process but like what that like looks like from this standpoint because it's so large in the public eye it's crazy so here's the difference between sleep no more and the star cruiser is that sleep no more you were not a part of the story you were ghosts you were ghosts that watched 
the story. You wore masks to make sure that that, that made sure that you differentiated yourself from that story. The point of Star Cruiser is that the story cannot be completed without you. Um, uh, truly, uh, uh, when I first opened the show, I, I wrote something because um, it's it, this experience has well not only changed me but changed the way that I view immersive theater. But it's um, what I said is immersive. What we're doing is a very vulnerable thing. We are truly making real connections, and we're reaching out to people, knowing that they that they might not reach back. But what I've learned throughout this process is that what real immersive theater is, is, is it's an invitation. It's an, in, it's an invitation to maybe see something from a different, a different perspective. Maybe see someone from a different perspective. Retraining minds to make decisions and be open to any and all possibilities. Showing them a version of life that might be possible in the real world. Focusing on the things that you can trust instead of, instead of the things that you can't. And maybe even standing up for something that you believe in. Um, and... And and that's and that's what and that's what immersive is is especially in in this in this light is you think about Star Wars, Star Wars is this grandiose ga galactic planet destroying thing, but you zoom in on all of that, and in the middle of that is this brother and this sister. And and who 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 have heart, and they have this father who has turned evil, and the sister is in love with this terrible, this like scoundrel. It, it it all comes back to heart and connections, and that's what this experience truly is. It's it's relying on those connections and those hearts, and the, and I'll say, um, uh, my mechanic friend. Um, had this human moment with uh, someone from the dark side. Um, and, and I mean like an evil, evil, evil person from the dark side who was a guest, who was cosplaying. And my mechanic friend uh, was trying to keep his friends safe, but realized that he didn't have a lot of time. So he looked, so this mechanic, my mechanic friend looked at this Sith Lord and said, listen, I don't have a lot of time, but I, I I've got to know, do you have friends? And she said, yes. And my, the mechanic said, um, and what would you do to keep your friends safe? And they said, well, just about anything. And, and they said, well, that's what I need to do. I need to do just about anything. And their response was, well, I can't offer you my silence, but I can't offer you my understanding. And that evil person was the one who ended up helping free the mechanic's friends from uh from this bad thing that was happening on the ship and then and then later on um and then uh Sorry. and then 
sorry, nope, sorry, nope, sorry. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. You got me too. Um, and like, this is how hard these people are playing. Like they're forming real connections. Um, no matter finding this, this human level of, of, of this story that it, it's, that it's, it's star Wars. It's silly. It's space. Um, I've had people come up to the mechanic and say things like, um, listen, I can see that you're struggling. I want you to know that I suffer from a severe anxiety disorder and I can see you. Um, I can, I can see you and I want you to know that I have to push through the darkness in order to find the light. And I want you to know you're not alone. Like, these are the connections that are happening over the course of two days because you have no choice. You are, you are literally, you, you are playing this game. You are vulnerable. You're here. So live in the story. And, and, and that is what real immersive theater is. It's, it's inviting people to be open to any and all possibilities. And I hope star cruiser is just the beginning of this insane social experiment journey that's so interesting like i just got caught up in it <laughs> like just listening about it um i don't know what you mean brian <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just like all of a sudden i was like oh we're doing a podcast sorry i was listening, <laughs> I was listening so intently but it's so interesting to think about because you're absolutely right like when you go into this experience, you're not just having the actors on board play a part, you're playing this part too. And to be able to separate yourself and become a character, it, it, it becomes such an interesting situation to be like on the outside looking in, like to find a different strength that you didn't know was in you by playing a different role like how many times do we love being a part of the theater because we get to play someone different i mean people love doing halloween because of that too you just get to play a different role for a while and to be able to just do that in a, a franchise that people have already bonded over um for years and years and years people have bonded over this this story and have wanted to be a part of it and now it's like here we are so we're going to be part of this and we're going to learn something from this journey that we've thrown ourselves into. An interesting takeaway from everything you just said um, is that every time you do it, it's also going to be a unique experience. Hmm. Like you don't have the same experience every time. Um, and that's interesting. Cause like a lot of, like for me, like I do the same thing every day at work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like I interact with the same people. We talk about the same topics, but like, I don't know. That's just interesting. Wow. I really love learning about Star Trek today. So. Oh, no. We, we just we just ended <laughs> with this, you. we just ended with this really really deep thing. Terry and I started crying, and then you went to Star Trek. I Typical am emotionless. I, I am basically Spock. Oh my gosh. Uh, so on that beautiful note, um, how about Sage? You said that we've got a question 
that we need to we, answer? We, we do. I figured because this whole episode has been about Star Cruiser, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, um, this is a question that comes from JB's ni- uh, 93. JB's 93. and says, are you, are you guys cool when people get really into the story, or would you rather them just sit back and more so watch? My biggest fear is being in the way. Um, and... Uh, I will say from my perspective, and then Bria, I know you have a little bit of perspective from the people who went on, uh, you know, your cruise. Um, but I will say there is no wrong answer. Uh, there, there truly is not. Um, I will say the more you interact with people, the more story elements you're going to get. That's just, that, that is the way that it is. If, if you feel like you are wanting to, you know, um, get every single drop of entertainment that you can. Yeah. You've got to run up to people and tell people, Hey, I'm with the resistance or Hey, I'm with the first order. Or, I want to smuggle coaxium, whatever, uh, you know, get in there. But the other part of that is that, um, because we have such brilliant, immersive uh directors and director of immersive is uh we've been trained to you know make sure that even the shyest of the shy still feel included so definitely you know there is no wrong answer but i hope that answers a little bit if that makes any sense i i know that there's a lot of different like levels of fans um there's the more extroverted fans and there's the more introverted fans but um so you can totally have this experience and only play hollow sabak the entire time or um you know like just enjoy the the space food and the and the entertainment that's going on but I feel like you're really missing an opportunity, like a giant opportunity, if you don't immerse yourself in one of the storylines and then just go like dive into it. Um, and maybe people will disagree with that because, like, like we've talked about, we've had we already know people that did not dive headfirst into a storyline or didn't like uh, put all their energy into one story and they still had a good time. They still liked it. But I feel like that is part of the price that you're paying here. Like I feel like the immersion and the storytelling and the connection, like you're missing a big part of like what makes this such a different experience than what Disney's ever created before. Like this is the ultimate meet and greet <laughs> because <laughs> you're not just posing with a character and you're like, cheese and you get like two seconds of conversation. Like you're, you're on life or death missions with them and you're, you're creating these bonds with them and, and you live out this, like you can go home and tell your family, like, this is what me and this person did. This character did like, we had this whole adventure together. And so I, I, I just feel like, you can you can totally step back and watch it happen but to think that you're gonna be a burden on a on a character uh because you want to be a part of it is no you're you're not that's what and and sage can back me up with this like that's what that's what they feed off of is like people being really excited to build onto the story and be committed to that role yep so with with that being said, I want I'm gonna play uh, before we wrap this up, so that way we can uh, include everybody on one last fun little silly thing. Uh, I want to uh, 
uh, everybody to take out your phones or get a piece of paper and a pen and a pen, whatever you need to do. Uh, ooh, I like that, Bria. Nice right, Darth, Darth oh, Vader phone. That's cool. Um, and here's your question: If you could, ex if if you could create a two-day immersive, you know, stay overnight experience, what would it be? Go. Uh, go ahead, write it down if you haven't yet already. Okay, so if I can turn my computer, I have this shelf here, right? And on the top shelf is the dragons. And I've already done an interactive experience with dragons. Like I went on a whole quest out in Utah, like, and got to be a dragon trainer. And so the middle shelf here is my love of fairies. I think it would be fantastic if there was a two-day Pixie Hollow experience where you could oh. live amongst the fairies, have a talent, be able to like be immersed in that kind of realm, I would die. What about you, Terry? I hate like I really wanted to do something Disney, but um, a lot of y'all know that I'm a big like video game person. Like I love video games. Um, one of my favorite series of video game is um the uncharted series um so you get it's basically like video game indiana jones um essentially with like a smart wisecracking like protagonist and everything i think it would be incredible if you got to experience like going on a treasure hunt with this like that group of people from the uncharted like franchise and like go on a, an, an, an adventure for a couple days, experience some crazy things and like some big action adventure, like essentially live your own Indiana Jones adventure, but like with a, a different group of people. <laughs> There's so many good potentials for video games to be I know. in this setting. I was going to say, uh, why didn't you just say Indiana Jones, the immersive experience? Because Uncharted, Uncharted. has like, it has like a, a different kind of charm than Indiana Jones does. Um for me personally. I don't know. Also do Kingdom Hearts. Dang could. Bria, I gotta take out of the Nope, she's gone again. Everything. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so, probably. So what I was gonna say was I definitely think Kingdom Hearts would be the like that was mine because I think it would be so interesting to do like like uh, you know, everybody starts off in this, like, you know, kind of, like, central town area, but, like, the further you go into different areas of the building, uh, you go, or, you know, because obviously you can't take a transport everywhere, you're a gummy ship everywhere, you know, but you could do, like, you know, uh, a, a Alice in Wonderland, or a, you know, or a, um, uh, What's the other, you know, Little Mermaid. I, I think it'd be really cool to do a, like, a Kingdom Hearts um, immersive experience. What about you, Liz? Well, initially I was thinking, like, Mean Girls. Yeah. What? Uh -huh. High school? <laughs> you just want to go to high school? I, 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 just, I, just, I, just miss being, I just miss being bullied. <laughs> Someone gets hit by a bus. Oh, my gosh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Two straight days in high school sounds like hell. <laughs> My nightmare. No, um, 
I actually think that I would go like completely original and do something um, like related to the three story McDonald's. You're a liar. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm hearing is like it's our maybe, the maybe Tony Stark and you have to fight your way out yeah. of a zombie infested three story McDonald's. And the only the only weapon you have is Miss Montez's friend. <laughs> And Can that's you? our show, everyone. If you want to find us on social media, where can they find us, Liz? At World of Diz Talk on TikTok and Instagram. And if they want to contact us directly, where can they find us? World of Diz Talk at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to rate us and review us on uh, all social media platforms. Definitely please review us on Apple Podcasts. It's the only way we can get in front of more people and grow our World of Diz Talk family. Also, don't forget to... After, as soon as this episode ends, go to our social media page and vote for the host that you think deserves the uh, the point for this episode. Uh, again, not a popularity contest, but maybe there maybe there's someone who you think asked the best question, had the best tip, whatever it was. Cried Definitely. the best. Cried the best. <laughs> whatever worked. Give them had the best glasses. A, give them a well. Oh, uh, also. Just in case you didn't know, uh, all these episodes are on YouTube, which, uh, where can they find us, Liz, on YouTube? World of Diz Talk. Yeah, they can, <laughs> baby. <laughs> You're so good at it. Uh, in the meantime. And you can see Liz's glasses there. That's right. In you the can. meantime, if you want to find each of us personally, uh, you can find me at Sage Darky TV on all social media platforms. You can find me at Chim Chim Churro on TikTok and Instagram. You can find me, Bippity Bria, at Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at The Most Dapper Fella on TikTok and Instagram. Take us out, Bria. All right, guys. This was fun. Uh, live long and prosper. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Absolutely not. Good night. Absolutely everyone. not. <laughs> May, uh, May this, the force be with you. Because this is a Star Cruiser episode, I feel that uh, was it. What is it? May the stars light your way. Isn't that a thing? Oh, I was just going to say, May the force be with no. you. No. Yeah. Safe, sure. safe travels, friends. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for soaring with us. <laughs> yeah.